Well, hello everybody. Yeah, it's me, Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. It is Wednesday, October 12th. 12th. Uh, I am headed home from work, 7.51 a.m. I should have been on the road 45 minutes ago, but I got caught up in a vortex with a fellow employee, and we got to talking. That is a big problem for me at the end of my day. I like to get home, so I just lost 45 minutes of potential sleep time. I can't do that to myself. I have to go home immediately, but I did not do that this morning. Anyway, welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth, as I record in uh, my Kia Rio, my 2008 Kia, Kia, Kia Rio LX. I don't know what the LX stands for. Um but I'll give you the mileage report. Uh, it's only a few more miles than uh, the previous episode. And that mileage report is brought to you by the people from ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com is they produce a live radio internet show, internet radio show called Pipe Dream. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stalling. Uh, Pipe Dream. Every Wednesday, wherever you are in the world, if it's Wednesday and it's 8 o'clock in New York State, it is time for Pipe Dream with 3D, Jefferson, and Joe Green. And the mileage uh, in the Kia Rio today is 217,342 miles. That is the mileage report. Brought to you from the people who bring you Pipe Dream on ComedyPipe.com, which I am on episode 198. And I think episode like 177. And they're all archived. It's live when they do it. And then after it's done, it's usually about an hour. And then they archive it like instantly. And you can see it on YouTube. And you can hear the stream uh, on their website, comedypipe.com. So yesterday I did episode 32. Uh, I didn't like the sound of it. So this might be a replacement 32. Or it might be 33. I'm going to listen to 32 again somewhere. So I know that nobody's listening to this, so it's kind of like irrelevant to um, to mention this, but I do it because I'm listening to it. I'm recording it, and I'm listening to it. Um, and I did um, three... Did I say hello, dum-dums? Hello, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. It's great to have you here. Um, I just did three... I support Trump episodes in a row. It was I support Trump part one, and then I didn't get to what I wanted to get to, so I made a part two, and then I think I pretty much got to it, uh, and I so I completed part two, and I wasn't going to do a part three at all, as you know. I don't plan the show; I just hit the record button and I go for it. So uh, it was after I think the um, this Billy Bush uh, bus uh, recording, um, you know, this whole controversy about these. Uh, comments that um, Donald Trump uh, was recorded saying so you can't deny that he said it but uh, then he went on the debate and uh, he referred to it as locker room talk so I guess I'll I'll address that issue right now uh, and maybe the debate because uh, episode 31 which was I still support Trump part 3 was before the debates so the second debate so let me just and by the way this is not a political show, but when politics happen, we'll talk politics. When 
other things happen, we'll talk about other things. I'll try to be as short and concise as possible because there are other things. There's uh, there's uh, maybe some television stuff I want to talk about. Maybe there's just uh, whatever, some other pop cultural thing or family thing uh, I want to talk about. So let's see how this goes. Um, I thought the debate number two was definitely intense. Well, let's go back before that. Uh, the comments that uh, uh, that I think I might have addressed it, and I support. I still support Trump, Part Three. You know, the, the rude comments. They're, they're offensive, I'm sure, and uh, I can't judge because you know he who uh, uh, cast the stone is the first sinner of the this or that. Or you know, uh, I can't um, live in glass houses and have stones thrown at me or whatever. Whatever that is, I can't do that. So, I, I'm not perfect. I've said things, you know, I've said offensive things. Um, uh, uh, I've heard offensive things. I'm a truck driver. Uh, uh, before this, I was a bus driver. I've always worked with other men, and men uh, are definitely uh, uh, vile. They say vile things. They say offensive things. They say stupid things. They say a whole bunch of things. Sometimes they say an intelligent thing. We're not all morons and idiots. And even the ones that aren't all morons and idiots, sometimes occasionally say something moronic and uh, idiotic. It's just the way it goes. We just have that tendency. And I don't think women are immune from that. I've, I've heard women say some dopey stuff, but they more often than not, a little, you know, more mature. More often than not, I don't even know if I can qualify that. Maybe not. Whatever. I don't usually meet too many women uh, who was, are as childish as men. Men uh, have a tendency to be little boys that don't grow up. I don't know. Uh, I think in a different way. You know, I'm sure if I can get a, a, a therapist, a psychologist uh, guest, we could discuss it. And yeah, men mature in uh, a particular way and maybe women mature in another way. So, uh, yeah, so men can continue to be... Uh, childish and uh, say stupid things for a long, long, long time. We get a big kick out of it. You know, I don't know how, uh, at what age, I'm 53 now, I don't know at what age the word poopy or poop will cease to be funny to me. You know, and farting. You know, farting will be not funny to me when it's not farting anymore. <laughs> when I can't be confident about my farting. And then, uh, and I say, I don't have a sense of smell, so it doesn't bother me at all. And I always think the noise is funny. You know, that noise, that, that's, that's always funny. Listen, Norman Lear had Archie Bunker do that on All in the Family for how many years? When he didn't like uh, something that was said, he would just go, it's a funny noise. Raspberry, right? Is that what they call it? Raspberry? Or something like that. Anyway. All right, so so but Donald Trump didn't make that noise. He said something, you know, pretty vulgar, and he's being interviewed. He's on a bus. And you know what? You can't see his face. As somebody who's done stand-up comedy before um, and, and who's doing a podcast right now, you can't see my face. So I'm wondering how many times in the first 31, 32 episodes I have said things that, is, that has been misunderstood by anybody who might have been listening. Well, Mark, you're the only one listening, so... You're the one who has to figure it out. Now you don't have to do anything. Um, but you get you understand what I'm str- trying to say. You know, you don't see my face. You don't know. You know, you don't get the full picture of uh, of the you know the face behind the words. So I have to be very descriptive. I have to be very, uh, you know, I have to try to do what I do as well as I can do it. So you guys totally understand what I'm saying and where I'm coming from and where I'm going. And uh, sometimes uh, I'm a bit verbose, I think is is the word. And um, 
I have to, I feel like I have to be because I have to paint the picture with words. So anyway, uh, that doesn't excuse Donald from what he said. But anyway, he did it. He said it. Uh, for me, it's a little bit of whoop-de-doo. You know, okay, he said it. It's uh, What does that have to do with him being, you know, running the country? Because he has shows poor judgment. He didn't know. Uh, he didn't. Uh, I'm not going to say he didn't know he was being recorded. You know, I'm sure he just momentarily forgot or, you know. I mean, I've been mic'd before. And you got to remember that you're being mic'd. You just got to remember. Uh, you know, when I, I've done a, a commercial, whatever, uh, a couple of times, I, I was mic'd. I had a whole pack attached to me and... You can't even mumble because the sound guy who's got the headphones on, he hears everything. He hears your breathing, everything. So you can't just start talking to somebody and, and say things. They're listening all the time. Uh, with, you know, you're doing a commercial. So he was doing some sort of whatever it is that he was doing back with Access Hollywood, back in the day with Billy Bush. Um, by the way, Billy Bush, uh, from what I understand, has been suspended <laughs> for his actions that occurred 11 years ago. That's really ridiculous. NBC should not have suspended him, but whatever. I'm I'm not going to do a show about Billy Bush, but that's typical overreaction, and you know, whatever. I feel bad for Billy in that way. I could care less about Billy Bush, but you know, the guy's got a job. He's moved up the ranks. He's paid his dues, and then he uh, uh, you know, he gets caught up in this political thing, which is what does he care? And 11 years ago, and now he's uh, he's suspended. What? Who knows if they'll fire him? It's so ridiculous. I mean, what kind of a job does he, does he have that he can't be involved in a vulgar conversation? You know, it's not like he's running for president. It's ridiculous. So anyway, it, it, it would be kind of, what is it? it? Would it be ironic that at the end of this, it, in spite of this uh, this vulgar recording, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump becomes president and Billy Bush becomes unemployed? I mean, go figure if that's the way it turns out. But in the meantime... What do we? What do we care? Uh, and then the debate last week, uh, this past Sunday, horrible. I mean, f- very intense, very uncomfortable. Uh, uh, probably the most intense debate I've ever. I, I don't I haven't seen a lot, a lot of debates, but that was pretty intense. I didn't know, you know, the, the way they were walking around. Uh, you know, Donald was walking around on stage, and she was saying this about him, and he was saying this about her, and. Uh, Wow, it's, it was pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Uh, but I still think both of them could have done a lot better, and I, I, I think they need to get rid of the audience altogether. Just get rid of the audience and just have a real debate. Uh, and I was going to say just with the family, but I think that's a bad idea too. I'm curious to see if that would escalate into some sort, some sort of shouting match. But so I didn't care for it. I didn't learn anything again of either of either candidate. We're not getting anywhere with these debates. We're not learning anything. I think everybody, if you're undecided, I, 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 I'm amazed how you could be undecided at this point. Uh, but then again, I shouldn't be because I'm only deciding because of previous bias. I mean, I haven't liked Hillary Clinton for a very long time now and I feel like there's been nothing but bad news about her for a long time now and then that convention and I did vote for Barack Obama in 2008 so I'm fully capable of voting Democratic even though I'm a registered Republican 
and I've been a registered libertarian, and I have been a registered Democrat. So I'm fully able to vote for the best person I think that's qualified. I just don't think she is at all qualified. And if you listen, and I, I might have said this before in a previous podcast, if you listen to Hillary Clinton's husband, Bill Clinton, talk about Hillary during the Democratic National Convention, you will hear him talking about how good she is with kids and and women and basically at the end of the speech I kind of thought he was rallying for her to be you know the nation's babysitter not the nation's president she should be a babysitter she should be a camp counselor she should do things involving kids and mommies because that's basically what Bill Clinton talked about the whole time he was up there so, you know, once again, he, she's the president's wife. I, I, I don't see how that qualifies her to be president. Uh, but whatever. You know, I don't know how that qualified her to be a senator. I don't know, I don't know how it qualified her to be um, uh, secretary of state. <laughs> That's pretty big, secretary of state. You know, but uh, it, that doesn't mean she, she shouldn't have done it. I, I just don't, I don't see how it qualifies her. Uh but I do, I try to be open-minded enough to say, well, maybe it's better that you don't have somebody, okay, I'm not going to say it's better to have somebody that's not qualified, but better to have, you know, maybe it's it's okay or it's better to have somebody from the outside coming into politics, you know, I don't know, it seems like, uh, I don't know, and that's what Trump is running on, that he's an outsider, that he's not a politician, but he has run corporations, he has run businesses, so... I think when you're in charge, when you once you're in charge, you know how to be in charge. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes sense. If you're in charge, then you know how to be in charge. <laughs> Maybe that's naive thinking, but I don't think it is. If you know how to be in charge, then you know how to be in charge. Whether it's politics or or uh, for profit, I don't know what for nonprofit is like. But <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, I still throw my support to Trump. Uh, I I want him to take a different approach to uh, becoming president. In other words, now uh, the latest news is Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, is not going to support him or campaign for him. And uh, Donald Trump is saying, that's good, the shackles are off. I can now run my campaign the way I want to. And um, I say, yeah, he's got to remind everybody he's the outsider. And everybody is status quo. That's why they're they're terrified of him. And that's why they're acting the way they do. Not so much because of what he says and what he does. Because they just don't want the status quo interrupted. And Hillary's another eight years of status quo. The same or worse. You know? But he's got to really harp on that. Not so much uh, the Supreme Court justices and all that other stuff. Because that scares people away. And he's got to show more empathy. Way more empathy. So, anyway. So there's that. That's it for politics. Enough of that already. It's like four episodes out of the last five. Uh, or I can't remember. So, uh, I watched another episode of Kevin Can Wait with Kevin James. So my wife and I, I think I've seen three out of the first four. We missed last week's. Well, I mean, the two weeks ago. We saw last week's. And the two weeks ago, we didn't see it. And you know what? I think our verdict is already in after four episodes. This ain't any good. <laughs> this is a lot of 
forced bad jokes, ridiculous uh, premises, and very little character development. You really, uh, you know, Kevin James basically plays a jerk in the show. He plays a jerk. It's like he was a little bit of a jerk in King of Queens, but he was very funny and authentic, and he was also often very sensitive. In this particular show, he's just a jealous jerk, and it's not good. He's very smug and a jerk, and he treats everybody very badly. His kids are funny in the show. They actually had some good lines. I like. I think they need to focus in more on these kids. Usually, I'd say stay away from the kids, but they're not that young. And the oldest daughter has some issues. It's kind of funny. She's a little bit of a terror. Um, and uh, the boy is, you know, like the apple didn't fall far from the tree. And I like that that they're interrupting him. I don't care for the oldest daughter. And that dopey boyfriend. That whole storyline is not for me, and I, I don't care for the oldest daughter. I, I just think it's it's just not working for me. But I like the two younger kids. So, and I think that's what's great is that he thinks he's going to retire and have fun, and meanwhile now he's involved in this other stuff. Well, anyway, and then he's—I don't like his friends either in this. His friends aren't well thought of characters. So you got to give these things time, but four episodes in, I got to give it a thumbs down. I can, can I be more patient and give it a thumbs sideways? Yeah, I could. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a sitcom, but it's like the worst type of sitcom. They're really forcing jokes and lines, and it's just not natural. King of Queens kind of felt natural. Anyway, and of course, you know, he comes with this whole King of Queens thing. So you're expecting Arthur to come up from the basement and you want to see uh, Leah Remini. You want to see Carrie, Carrie Fetterman. And and he had a good supporting cast. His buddies and that were funny. And his working at IPS was funny. Here he's not even working anywhere. He's a retired cop. Although I'm sure they'll do flashbacks and stuff like that. So anyway, I give it a thumbs down, a thumb sideways for now. All right. 18 minutes. You know what? I got nothing else in my mind. What else? Baseball playoffs? I could care less. Uh, oh, um, I'm watching Luke Cage. Uh, the Marvel superhero Luke Cage on Netflix. Uh, what am I, like five or six episodes in? Yeah, it's okay so far. Not great. Interesting, but uh, I'm leaning more towards bailing than I am towards watching. So that's it. I'm leaning more towards bailing out as opposed to watching it. Just not that great. It's good, just not that great. So let's see where they go with this. They got an interesting cast. They've killed off a couple of people, which is surprising and interesting. That nobody's safe. So that's kind of good. You know, you want to have a little question other than the star of the show. You know, you want to you want to have a little doubt as to who's going to live and die. Otherwise, it's just too safe. And what do they care? I mean, it's just Netflix. And it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a lesser-known superhero. You just might as well just go crazy. Pull out all the stops. What are you saving it for? You've got a cast member that you like, and you got to kill them off? You kill them off. You, get, you find another cast member to do something else. I don't know. Who am I to say? All right. It's a beautiful day. Uh, I hope the sound is better in, in this one than it was in the last one. I don't know if I'm holding the phone too close. I got the sock on for the pee-blocking. 
So this might be episode 33. It might be episode 32. We'll find out. I have nothing else to talk about. All right. That's it. Short one. See, sometimes we do a short one. All right, everybody. As soon as I hang up, I'm sure I'll think of a million things. Football? No. Sports? No. Politics? Ah, oh, forget it already with that. Yeah, neither one of them say, uh, hello, United States. I got something I want to tell you. I don't know why they don't. They talk to the reporters. They don't talk to the, to the country. I don't, I don't like that. This weird presidential election. Ugh, what's going to happen? I'm so afraid of the aftermath of whoever wins and the other one loses what this country's going to be like. But I expect it to be peaceful. Oh, look at that. A yawn. But you never know. All right, guys. Great talking to you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to me. Don't forget uh, Comedy Pipe and uh, Pipe Dream. Wednesdays, 8 o'clock. Anywhere you are in the world. If it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in New York State, it's time for Pipe Dream. All right. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Goodbye. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. And great skills. Take care.